and then we just had a chat. <laughs> yeah, we changed course. <laughs> yeah, we did. We pivoted. Abort mission. So this is 59, but I've got the schedule of 58, but that's because is last it, week was meant to be 58. Is it confuddling your brain? Yeah, but what is 59 in Espanol? Yeah, 59. 59. Sí. 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 He said we in nice French. <laughs> oh my goodness, don't mix your languages. <laughs> I got in trouble for that at school. Do you remember Mrs. Teasdale? Yes, she was a bitch. I spoke Spanish in French by accident and she threw a board duster at me. I mean, who the fuck would do that? Mrs. Teasdale. It missed, but still. I'm like, oh, it's still a language I got right. Just oh not the one goodness. you want me to speak. I remember being in set one for French and I was like, excuse me, why am I in set one? <laughs> I think I've lost. Because <laughs> I was in set one for English. I mean, until I was like, why am I, I'm, I'm not going to be this committed. Please don't put me in set one. I'm just not like, set two is fine. I'm cool with that. But I was in set one at the beginning of school until they realised that I, I wasn't going to conform. And uh, and then they assumed that because I was good at English, I was good at French. And, every, and they made you stand so up different. and speak, didn't they? And it was fucking awful. I was like, I don't understand any of these verbs. That like, illa, illa, on, and nous avons, vous avez. Well, you remember more than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like he, she, something, something. Um, it's me, you, he, she, we, they, them. Is it? Yeah. Me, you, he, she, we, they, them. <laughs> there you go. Oh, but I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And then because you were in set one French, they were like, oh, you can do Spanish as well. And I was like, God, this is actual torture. Just put me in food tech or art. That's it. I just want to sit there and make things and then eat them. <laughs> or draw. We're so opposites because when, um, when you have to do, you pick, you have to pick your what, subjects. Yeah. And I wanted to do French and Spanish. And they won't let me because I had to do a technology. I'm like, I don't want to do a technology. I don't want to do woodwork or I did cooking. two. I did two technologies because I said I didn't want to do any languages. And they were like, no, you're going to do one language. And mum and dad had to go in and get angry with the teachers. Like, she she should be able to choose the subject she wants to do. Especially if you're going to do well in them. So what happened? Did you do them both? Yeah. Mum and dad. Hiya! Yeah! <laughs> we will. Don't mess with the Leyland. And I was like, please be going and tell them what to do food tech. I want to eat food. I'm making I want to wood. eat the sausage plant. Oh! Oh my god! Oh, mouse bar slices or oh, crispy cakes, but I don't think that takes the same level of skill. No, the sausage plat does. Oh, with like five pieces. It's <laughs> tough. I don't know why I can't French plat my hair to this day. Because of your plat is behind you. I know, but I should. <laughs> I remember once, like Laura was like, I learned to plat my hair on YouTube, so I was like, oh, okay, I will do the same. And then my arms really hurt from holding them above my head, and I was oh, like, I'm so what fucking you do bored. Is sit on the floor with your knee up, and then you can rest your elbow on your knee for a few seconds and carry on. Well, I can only do this for so long until bump gets too big, though. But I just don't understand how you learn from that. I just, I just, I mean, I, I understand you start with three pieces and you add in from the side. So you've always still got three pieces, but yeah. you're constantly and adding in. And I never in. looked in the mirror. I always just, I just did it like one over there and, and, and then it was rubbish. And But I did it without looking. And then eventually I just got better at the, yeah. at the, the rhythm and the momentum. It's just learning that. Oh, it's so annoying. What have we just been talking about? No idea. 
French, Plats, French, Plats, food, tech, choosing your subjects, English and Spanish and French. I have to write, you know, obviously if you've listened to the podcast and you see that we announce it on social media, I have to write the stuff that sits on Spotify, SoundCloud and Apple that supports it. And then usually I get back to the office and I forget that I have to do that because it's podcasting. I'm like, oh, I record and then I get back and then I carry on doing what I'm doing. Then I'm like, shit. And then I'll have to listen and to the like, whole thing. what did we thing. talk about? Yeah. We have no idea what we've talked about. No, never. Which is weird. You think we'd remember? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, French plats and subjects at school. How did we get on? Oh, it's because you talked about Teasdale. Board rubber. You said you got, because I nearly, because I got, I said we instead of C and I got French and Spanish mixed oh. up. That's, that's where we went. God, we go off on such tangents. There we go. But anyway, right, so we're only five minutes in, we're fine. This is Laura and Emily from A Fresh Perspective <laughs> on business. We have a recruitment business that is wonderful, uh, but we don't have time to tell we know. Please Google it. Fresh perspective resourcing. <laughs> Google That's cool. That you'll get. Yes. Google will helpfully tell you and yes. give you our website. Yeah. Even if you can't spell, you shove it into Google and it spells it for you. So everything is fine. Uh, the freshness is coming up soon. Yes. Um, we've had some people from the last podcast email us saying they want to come. So there's only a few tickets left. There's only a few tickets left. So yeah, it'd be lovely to. The only thing is, you know, when you know someone from online and yeah. then you see them in. And you've no idea they are. And you just walk past them. Because no one looks the same but then, in the picture. But they know who we are because we do a lot more content than the mm. sort of average person. Yeah. So they've seen us on video, on old pictures, new pictures, baby pictures. They could recognise us from all the different stages of no, our life. Away they from know them. our mum and our dad and our team and our mates and our yeah. dogs <laughs> and everything. Me and my mum and my dad and my gran were off to Waterloo. <laughs> me and my mum and my dad and my gran were the bucket of Vindaloo. Na na na. Na na na. Na 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 na. Oh, um, that what you just said. <laughs> I'm not just being pinched <laughs> by Emily. Um, I when I went for a drink with the uh, Haley and Charlie, and this guy came up to me and he went, Laura Leyland. I'm like, oh god. I, I went, Hi. Lister. I had no, no idea who he was. What did you but say? He just stood there, and I'm like, oh, I expected you to be like, hey, Mark. Yeah, I'm like, Briggs. you're right. He went, yeah. It's such a body from such a body. And I'm like, oh, hi, yes. Have you gotten already? No, I know he is, but I didn't want to sit on here just in case he listens. But I'm like, oh, Evie's been for a meeting with him and I didn't go. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, you really need to lead with who you are. Yeah. I have no idea. It's not, and you I'm feel connected. ignorant, don't yeah. you? But, like, it, it does happen a lot. And then they're like, oh, do you not recognise me? It's like, oh, but you, all I've got is that 15-year-old profile picture that you're still rocking on LinkedIn <laughs> that actually doesn't look anything like <laughs> And then how, whereas you can see us in all different walks of life. Come oh on. Oh, my God, I know. There's no getting away. There isn't. So people will recognise us more, I think. Not <laughs> not from a celebrity point of view or a narcissistic <laughs> point of view. Just because they will. So with the freshies, I feel like... <gasps> I know, I feel like, oh, which I feel a bit please, weird about. Please, if you've not met us, please will you wear a name badge if you come in? Oh, yeah. Do you when you used to get them stickers, them um, like rectangular tape stickers, and then just they just peel off and you couldn't read the name, and you're like, oh. hello. Please, yeah, because there's a lot of people coming that we know, which is fine. But yeah, if you've not met us in person and you're just a virtual supporter, thank you. Oh, by yeah, the way. we love you. Well, please wear a name badge. Oh, come up to us and go, hi, my name is Jack Smith. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but tell us. We don't tell know us who Jack you Smith, are. Really, own who you are. Oh, my goodness. Be in your power. <laughs> yes. So, seven minutes and 28 okay, seconds, and we tangent. still haven't talked about what this is. So, Laura, our customers always write. No! <laughs> oh, wow. Get off the fence. <laughs> I got splinters. 
I've been straddling this fucking fence for ages, you oh, know. so long I've got a number. <laughs> so we used to be on one side of the fence throughout choice because we work for agencies and customers are absolutely always right. They are God and goddesses, kings and queens. They are the rulers of the universe and you will do wow. anything, <laughs> won't you, for your client. Lie through your back teeth so your client feels happy and then when it shit hits the fan, you just don't pick up your phone. And, I mean, that's not nice, is it? No, but... <laughs> You could be like, oh, this person, the recruiter I was using, I think they might have died because I never heard from them again. I hope they're okay. They're like living life on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, yeah someone else is paying their bills. <laughs> but I remember being at Evolution, which was my first job, and there was what it was in. Um, and look how you've evolved since. Oh, my God, I know. I fucking hate it. I did it for six months. I absolutely, I literally used to just wish I had a car crash on the way, which I know is not right. And I'm sorry if you've been in a car crash recently. I'm sorry if anyone who still works or owns Evolution is <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I hate it, and I'm I'm sure that the training was awful. Like as in, I'm, they obviously weren't, and they were a successful business. But I absolutely hated it. I spent so much time being anxious there, and um, I did not fit at all. Like no, it was it was horrendous. But I remember being so when you knew at Evo, you have to do one lunch shift a week. And I was like, I don't even know oh, what that man means. The phones. Yeah, so basically you only get four lunches a week. I'm like, well, this is fucking good, isn't it? You don't get paid for that shit. Oh, I know. And you get your own fuck all money. I was literally on no salary, like barely anything. And I had a struggle. <laughs> it was like 300 quid a month. Do you remember when it rolled down the road into the main road? <laughs> she didn't put her break on. And it went into that person's brick wall and made uh, like a Sirocco shaped curve in it. Oh. I came out of my house. I was like, where's my car? Where's my car? Did I walk here or oh, did I drive here? Where's my phone? Where's, oh, where's my, my car? car? <laughs> and then I was like, oh. and you know, when you get that feeling. And then literally a week later, we were going to Benidorm, weren't we, on someone's Hindu. And um, I left the door open for the full week. Right, my boyfriend at the time was in the house for the whole week and didn't see the door open. And then obviously it rains all the time in England. So then I got back, I was like, oh, I've just got a really wet seat. And door panel and electric yeah, the electric windows. Yeah, the door of her car at her house. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm assuming he would have shown that. I am the left it open. She must have wanted this open all the time. She went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was thick as fuck, so maybe. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. Vafanopoli. <laughs> oh, anyway, back to my lunch shift at Evo. <laughs> <laughs> right. So ten minutes in. <laughs> shit at this <laughs> so right I was it's like, like people just have an insight when we and you have a coffee or go out for a glass of wine this is what, what it's also like. people have stopped asking us if we want to be a guest anymore <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have too much fun I'd hate someone else to be in I corner saying nothing like you be quiet <laughs> take, uh, take pictures of us with the microphones <laughs> <laughs> Can you get some side profile ones as well? And you could get me a glass of water. That'll be great. Mr. Spain. Quiet, don't make too much noise. Oh, oh, I've got a soaking wet face now. Fuck, why do we never bring tissues? And why do creative individuals not provide them? Oh my God, what is it called? A rider, we need a rider. Who's a rider? Is that what it's called? No way. Brian Carey asked one and she has like whatever she wants, like, like sweets and red skittles and drinks and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, all I want is, is tissues. Called? Is it called? Tissues right? and lip balm and I'd be well happy. Someone literally wheeled and in tissues drink. and lip balm. Yeah, I mean, we're not divas, are we? 
But we all we also expect our interview guests. Sweet puppy down. Oh, they would, but we're being very good in the moment. Oh, okay. Let me tell you my story about evolution. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right. So anyway, I was working on this shit. Right, and someone told I me I had heard this story before. This is why. Well, yeah. Go on now. You put your headphones in. <laughs> so, um, someone told me I had to use the phones about ten times at evolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you got a job. You didn't know how to use the phone. Oh my god, right. What's so this could, thing that I keeps could really dial making out. noisy? Well, I could dial out, but anytime someone dialed in, it was a transfer. I was like, oh, I'll just tell your number and then I'll get them to ring you back. And literally the person's like, but I'm, I'm here. And I'm like, no, we need their contact number and email and I will send it to you via email. And they're like, okay, I'll just ring you back 30 seconds later. But I remember being on the lunch shift, which is shit only got four lunches on a week. Shift. <laughs> on the lunch shift. And, um, and then I was like trying to find this guy because it was a client who was ringing up uh, and obviously client is king at evolution and then and then i was like trying to go and find this guy on the lunch and i was like oh i think he's on the phone honestly i've never seen someone run as fast to the other side of the office <laughs> he ran literally like, like jump over death yeah. <laughs> hurdling hurdling like that guy who won the hurdles <laughs> i can't remember his name well done he wasn't guy. he wasn't british he's fine <laughs> he wasn't british. i think he's norwegian okay yeah <laughs> Anyway, this guy and I was like, whoa, you're keen. And then, and then, and I really noticed it after that, like whenever like people would come back in from lunch, like if a client was on the phone and I was like, this is really weird. Like they're just people. Like I don't understand. And they've not even paid you yet. They're only going to pay you at the end. Like why are you so hard? Maybe even not even then. And then they'll, they'll probably like get the candidate to contact them directly and then just fuck you off and take you out of the system. And I'm like, this is like a few times this happens, but it does happen. And it just got me thinking like, this is ridiculous. And then I, the, where I went after that, it wasn't as insane, but it was very much, you do, you say whatever your client wants to hear and then you take whatever they say agree with them yeah and go bend Massage over backwards to give them ego. what they've asked for but yeah. really sometimes what they've asked for might not be possible what they're saying might not be right because if they knew everything about recruitment why are they asking you to do it for them <laughs> Clearly got money to I burn. Know they're just lazy. Yeah, lazy bastards. Which is fine. If you want to be lazy, I do your recruitment for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, but you won't always be right. So. No, it's fucking ridiculous. And then we went to Eden House together, didn't we? Yeah, where we just argued with everyone. <laughs> oh, that's who we learned to argue into. So we we're like, no, you're looking for a unicorn. No, I'm not. We right, actually there are no unicorns in Birmingham. No, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, a real estate developer with um, six years of uh, FI experience, balance of some CO." And they need to be English. Um, they need to live in b- ten minutes away. Yeah, and they need to only want five p. Oh, and complete have some treasury on the side. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, you fucking can't. <laughs> you could just have a side of treasury. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but we learnt then, and and it was hard work because people we had to push back people who were on the same floor as us. So they could just come over and be like, why have you given me all that shit over email? <laughs> like, so who are you? <laughs> Hello? Sorry, Unless you come over call. with your name badge, I'm not going to speak to you. <laughs> Please, you've got to knock on my desk and wait patiently. <laughs> oh my God, that's all the first thing you said for So we didn't like the lady who we sat near. Very much. She was mean to people. And people she would walk over. like, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yes, <laughs> that's not a name, but see if you can figure it out. All right. Say so someone walks over to your desk, yeah. And I get it that you might be engrossed in something, but what do you do when someone walks over to your desk? You just carry on working and pretend you're not there. I mean, does no one have peripheral vision? Because you can obviously see that this person is stood up. And I, like, <coughs> yeah, and the, and this person who's sitting in front of me next to Laura would just ignore Where? them. Yeah. and But she was their team lead, weren't she? As well, like she would lead these people. She was more than a team lead. I know, but I'm just trying not to make it dead obvious. <laughs> 
God. She was the owner of the business. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, we weren't massive fans of him anyway. Never said hi to me. <laughs> and when you made a revolution, no, you said thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm that person who, I'll put your brew, I'll put your brew on your desk, I'll happily make brews, but it's staying there in my hands. We went around, brew spilling everywhere. <laughs> Keep slowing it down. Say thanks now, and if you don't, you're not getting your brew. But I think that's fair. I agree. So I, I spent be, a lot of time in that the position. Table at this point but because fist. she had no peripheral vision, <laughs> I mean, really, it must have been a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have cut her some slack. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> like going, God, she's such an ignorant wank. And then we were like, hello, whoever's walked up. Can we help with anything? <laughs> Sorry, we'll just tell Claire that you're in the waiting room. You can't <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna have to get Robin to buff that out. Right, hang on, it was at 16 to 39. Let me just, you just talk a second. And we're gonna have peace again. We haven't. <laughs> 16, we have. 16. Yeah, <clears throat> we got a bit more of a voice there. I think the more confidence you get and the more you're allowed to find your own style, whereas in agencies, you, a lot of them, you, it's hard to find your own style until you're absolutely a billing superhero making a shit ton of money. No one lets you do what you want to do. And they try and get you to all conform and be like Stepford recruitment agents and all operate in the same way. So it's hard to build confidence because you're not allowed to be self. Yeah, absolutely. And so you don't push back to customers because you're told that that's not what you do. You, you can't you struggle to build confidence in your own ability and you know, so that you can, and again, that's a, if you have confidence in what you can do and how you can do it and why your way is better because you've got evidence, then you can push back. But if you've not got those things, it's difficult to push back to customers. So you, they, they, you do treat them like they're always right. You pander to them, you fall over yourselves to speak to them. You, and then a lot of people don't treat candidates the same way, which is naughty because they naughty. are also human people just like customers. But it, it was at we your house. We all poo, don't we? Exactly. That's what mum used to say to us. <laughs> we, when we, you know, you learn to like actually not argue and not push back in a really like horrible way, but to say, well, actually, if you did it this way or if you did that, then you would get this result. And so let's just try it. And it's just, yeah, it's pushing back, isn't it? And it's not treating everyone with kid gloves and saying that everyone's right all the time. Yeah. It's just putting your thoughts forward in a constructive way and going, well, I've done it this way and I got this result. So shall we try that? And it's it's all about how you do it. But so it doesn't have to be like being dicks to your customers and saying, well, you're stupid. You're a why wanker are you, for one too Why much. are you trying to do it that way, you idiot? You're like, yeah. there's not, that's not what we're talking about. But, Even um, though we sound like right petty bastards, <laughs> we're not. But it's all to help. Like we educate our customers and we help and support them, so that next time they might not need us. They could do it themselves, or they could do some of the process themselves, and they don't need to pay us as much money yeah. because of the way we charge and operate. It's really, really flexible. So by educating them every time they work with us, they're building up a knowledge base. They're they're being a better employer. They're marketing to candidates better. They're giving a better candidate journey. Everyone talks about customer experience, but what about your candidates are your customers? And yeah. giving them a good experience is positive for your reputation as a business and a brand. So by educating them and saying, well, actually, let's try it this way. This is why we're going to do it this way. These are the results. This is what we've done in the past. It's been effective. They learn. And at first, they might be like, well, no, I don't agree. I'm like, well, let's just try it. 
this one time and then we can compare and see which way is best. Yeah. And so we're not saying shut up and do what we want, although that's what we really mean sometimes. But it's just a way of working together and then they get much better at recruitment. They might not need us always or they just get better at retaining talent. Because they might still want to outsource it and stuff, but it just means they can come at it from an educated point of view, but also have a bit of fun because most people yeah. don't like doing recruitment, do they? So by the time they get to us, they're usually a bit stressed. They've missed a deadline or they're running late or whatever or there's no one there anymore that's going to put any time into it because they're pissed off and so and then that's not a great place to start and then they'll get pushed back from us and so the ones that that's when they don't like it but in the end they're like Joe, I'm really glad that I did it this way. Yeah. I'm really glad that I put the effort and time into it. Because the girls sometimes are like, oh, I just don't know how to say it. Like, I feel like they're going to be upset. I'm like, well, no, if you say it in a really nice way, like you're talking to one of your mates or talking to one of us, but remember that the customers have come to us because they need help with recruitment. Yeah, it's feedback, They isn't want it? us to help them. And so by giving them feedback and giving your thoughts, your your exp- expertise, um, your ideas, you are doing what they've asked you to do. You're helping them. You might not always agree with their viewpoint, but as long as you talk about it in a constructive and positive way, they'll understand it and if they don't understand it that's fine we could do it their way but we won't get the result that we want and as long as they're aware of that then then that is also okay and I forgot what my last point was going to be oh yeah and so like if they were experts on recruitment they wouldn't be coming to us for help no. So they're not always right because if they were always right, they wouldn't necessarily be wanting our help us to work with them. But it's yeah. all about how you convey that. But all of that is lost in the agencies that we've worked in. Oh, absolutely. It? But a lot of the time with, with our customers, they treat their customers like they're king and then they've set this bar so high and those customers will expect things on Christmas Day. They'll expect <laughs> things in the depth of the night when really that is unrealistic and unfair and you shouldn't be doing that. And then I thought we could do um, the little saying that Hugh likes... And those guys can just fuck off. Don't call him Hugh, he'll be very upset. Why? He doesn't like it. Doesn't like his name? No, he likes H. Sorry. H. (laughs) H. (laughs) Oh, I much prefer Hugh. Oh, there you go. Although I want to call you Hugo. That would be nice. It's a nice name, Hugo, isn't it? I just don't. I feel like where we live, people will be like, Hugo. Oh, they butcher it. Hugo. No one. Hugo. Hugo. I go. Toyota. (laughs) <laughs> what's what's his say, favorite saying? Uh, is it not you can just fuck off then? <laughs> they can just fuck off then. Yeah. yeah, I love saying that, and that's what I'm saying to the customers in all this. Yeah, we we should. love our customers. Like we're not honestly, we're, we're taking the piss now and joking and stuff like that. Like we really love our customers, and we absolutely love the fact that they've they've invested in us. They trust us with their recruitment because it is super super important. And so we're absolutely joking. We're just having a laugh now. But we want the best possible result at the end. And obviously you guys want... Yeah, that's... I mean, obviously it's not for us, it's is it? It's all about them. We can support, but obviously we feel good from making them feel good because that's what service-based businesses really should be doing at their very core, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making customers happy by the service that they provide. Yeah, well, yeah, delivering on what they've said. Like, yeah, providing what's been agreed and delivering joy and happiness, positivity. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. However, yeah. it's packaged up, whatever. Yeah, and we want to do that, like absolutely. So that the desired sort of like goal that we all want to achieve is the one that was set out at the beginning. Sometimes we might have to move things slightly differently to reach there. We might have to give you a bit of feedback, and it might get a little bit tense yeah. at times. But, but we get there in the end, yeah, don't we? Together. But what it is, it's to give you feedback that you that you might not be wanting to hear. So for us to tell you things that we know you're not wanting to hear, but what we it's really hard. believe is important. 
and will positively benefit you and your project and the outcome. It's hard. So, so you know, to tell people something that you know there's going to potentially might upset them, they might not agree with, but you know if it's for the greater good is hard. Like telling one of your mates who've got, you know, the breast smell or they've got PO, like that's only going to benefit them in the future. But it's an awkward <laughs> conversation and it's easier to not tell them and to just pretend it's not happening. It's easier for you, but it's not better for them. No. And so when we give constructive feedback, we give our thoughts and ideas and we, you know, and we don't agree with our customers, but we give evidence and explain why it's harder. We've got to build up to it because we know it could potentially be, you know, um, a bit of a difficult conversation. We don't want people to get upset or get angry or get anyone's back up. We are generally trying to help. We're trying to deliver what we agreed we would do. But we have to be honest. We've got to be authentic and we have to operate with integrity. Oh, and... Um, and, it, and it's not easy. It's easier to just say, yeah, okay, you're right. We'll do it your way. That is easy. It's easier to pretend the customer's always right because they'll, they'll never be upset. You'll never have to have a difficult conversation. You won't necessarily but deliver that, it, it's until settling, the end. Though, that, isn't yeah. it? It, it's settling. Like, you wouldn't necessarily want to do that in your personal relationships mm. either because it is just settling and they're not going to get any better. So I'm really hungry now. Okay, well, I've not got any food here. I know. Should we go? Yeah. We'll go and eat some food. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've had overnight oats, but when I filled out, we're doing PTs at the moment, me and Laura. I'm apparently going to try and get ripped while pregnant. <laughs> Laura's just going to get ripped. And, um, <laughs> and then when they were asking like about the food thing, and he gave the example, you know, like, what did you do on a daily basis, like exercise and food-wise? And there was only three meals in there and a few snacks. And I was like, we eat four meals, don't we? <laughs> at least. We have breakfast, second breakfast, and then lunch, and then tea, and then a few snacks in the day. I mean, it still adds up to around the same, but I wonder how many people just really stick with the three, you know, like breakfast, lunch, because the girls in the office do, don't they? Everyone else does apart from us. Yeah, we're the weirdos, apparently. But like, how do you go from, like, eating before you get to work? Like, Vicky and Jamie eat before they get to work. Well, they do take they take their lunch at 12. Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to go that long. No. Say so they eat eight. No. Eight till twelve? No, it's ridiculous. Oh god, that makes me feel strange. I'd be famished. Famished. I'd be hang no one wants me to go that long without food. I make bad know, decisions. You're right, Dick, yeah. <laughs> I mean I would be, you know, I'm not, not And imagine if Bobo was on leave that long. Wow, I bought yeah, then, then Take we have a cover. small office, like no one wants to deal with that. We'd have to go away from home. <laughs> we would. We would. <laughs> right, follow us and um we will follow, follow you. <laughs> It's the race is on to get the last few freshies tickets. We did our rehearsal. We had our rehearsal dinner this oh, week. Yeah. It went smashing. We've got everything organised and we we're well excited. But there's it's a gonna couple be a of tickets. Smashing affair, I think there's a couple it? of tickets left. We'll have to check with Ron. But yeah, if you want to come, email hello at fp-resourcing.co.uk and tell us that you want to come and we'll send you the links. But we'll see you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.